0: Shalom and welcome to In the Beginning. My name is Shmuel Bowman, and I am a Torah scribe. Well, we had a really great Pesach, a really wonderful Passover, um, together with uh, my immediate family. You know, we're in a serious lockdown here in Israel, uh, where you don't, um, where you don't really leave your house you don't really leave your, your your street really and so it was uh, it was with uh, our immediate family it was with uh, lay and i had our all of our children and uh, son-in-law and our granddaughter and it was just a really really wonderful week Uh, great food and wonderful singing and prayer and discussions. It was just absolutely um, fantastic. Uh, We did some barbecuing uh, during the week, uh, which was really great. Um, And then it kind of, uh, you know, came to an end on uh, Wednesday night here in Israel. And then there was the uh, transition where you kind of move all of the pots and pans and all the utensils from the kitchen, which are all designated as... Uh, for Passover, right? And you move them, right? You move them, pack them away, pack them up into boxes, wrap them up in, in paper and especially the glass, uh, the glasses and the wine glasses and everything and packed up and put it away. And I, I have to tell you, it was a really, uh, it, was, it was a really cool feeling because it was like saying, okay, see you next year. <laughs> okay, dish and plate. Um, it was really wonderful seeing you, and it was a great week. And I'm wrapping you up, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again next year when we do this again. So uh, that was that was Passover, and now we're heading back into uh, heading back into uh, the new uh, into the week, and now we're um, coming up to Shabbat now. And this week is uh, we're reading Parshat Shmini. Which uh, is in the book of Leviticus. I'm I'm interested now. I want to focus on Leviticus chapter 11. Uh, this has to do with the um, guidelines, the commandments uh, by God uh, about the animals that you uh, th- that we can uh, eat or cannot eat. And it says as follows in chapter 11. And the God said to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, speak to the nation of Israel. The more, these are the uh, animals, right? Which you may eat from among them. And it goes into the um, the different categories. First, it's gonna talk about the land animals. And then we kind of skip down, go, go down a couple of verses. And these ones, right? These ones you you don't eat. Yeah, these are the ones you do eat. These are the ones you don't eat. And that goes to the land animals, and then it goes through the fish, right? We we you can eat all the fish that you want as long as it's got uh, scales and fins. And at the moment, you start talking about scavenger-type fish or shellfish, uh, nope, no way. And it talks about the kind of insects uh, and bugs that uh, that you can either can not eat and hint, hint. Most bugs you don't eat. There, I think there's a there's one uh, type of grasshopper I think that that's kosher. And uh, otherwise, anything that's creepy or crawly and wings and buzzes around is is uh, is off limits. And it's a it's it's a very interesting uh, chapter in the Book of Leviticus. Um, you know. God's coming along and saying, "You know, this isn't a cuna matata. You know, you just lift up a, a piece of bark under a tree and grab as many bugs as you want. You can't just eat whatever you want when you're when you're hungry. You know, there's certain things you 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 are allowed to eat and certain things you're not allowed to eat. It's very interesting because, you know, you'd think." Maybe it's for nutritional reasons or health reasons, and there's definitely some amazing um, articles and research uh, that's done in that. Whether or not food that is biblically permitted um, is more healthy for you, and food that's biblically uh, not allowed, whether that's you know uh, less safe, you know, whether it's it's actually dangerous for you, unhealthy. There's some interesting articles on that. Um, I looked uh, to the rabbis. Okay, the rabbinical commentaries throughout the centuries. I want to get a sense um, of what they had to say about, you know, why we uh, we eat certain types of animals and we don't eat. Other types of animals. I was kind of going into that gleaning of of their commentaries with a certain expectation that the rabbis would say something like, "Well, you know, uh, the food, the animals that you know you're allowed to eat, oh, they taste much, much, much better, and the ones that are prohibited, now nah, they taste lousy." You know, I was waiting to hear something along those lines. You know, oh yeah, yeah, definitely pork. Yeah, pork is, you know, bit, pork is really nah, there's no taste to pork as opposed to you know that uh, that cow steak. The fact of the matter is, is is that if you're a good cook, right? If you know what you're doing, right, you can take anything, make it taste fantastic, right? You really can. Whether you're whether whether you're putting it, you know, steaming it in the wok, or you're putting it in the barbecue, right? Or you're uh, you're you're whatever you're doing to it, you know, you you know, you you can make really anything, any type of food taste fantastic. And I was really glad. I was really comforted to see that, the, that I couldn't find any rabbi throughout the centuries who, who said anything like that, who, who, who took that cheap shot and said, yeah, you know, kosher food is just you know, much better tasting and all that other stuff you know, that we can't eat. No, nah, lobster is really, really, ugh, really bad. Well, I'm glad that none of them said that because that would really be just kind of like silly. That would just be silly. To come up with an argument like that, and it would be very, very easy to prove wrong as well. So I'm glad that that I, none of the rabbis weighed in on that. What the rabbis did do is they went through the details of how to discern which animals, you know, do qualify or don't qualify, and then they go into details about about each and every animal. And so it helps us, right, through the centuries, uh, figure out right what we can eat and what we cannot eat. So that's very helpful. And I think that's a really important role that the rabbis have played over the centuries to help kind of give better, give definition and make it sharper and make it really, I would even say easy to kind of figure out, okay, this is an animal that I can eat and this is an animal that I can't eat and um, and hear the signs or the, um, the the characteristics of those animals as to, as to guide, as, you know, as to, to give me that uh, direction. So that's really, really good. So what is going on? I have to tell you that when I, um, when I read through this, I'm hit with a very, very, can I say simple, clear, bright, focused message. And that is God, who is my authority, says, don't eat this, and you can't eat that. And that's it. In other words, my diet, the way I eat, is being guided right by God which makes everything that i eat much more holy it elevates it elevates my diet it elevates everything that that i'm that i'm going to eat that's really really cool that really helps me take eating out of just being like okay i'm hungry i'm going to grab this grab that and saying wait a second i want to be thoughtful about this i want to be mindful about this today there's so many uh, really really amazing diets out there and um, people are doing all sorts of research and they're very careful and mindful and uh, they're being very responsible about uh, what they're eating whether it's a uh, vegetarianism or veganism right what's that there's a caveman diet out there i can't remember what that's called but it's there's a lot of meat involved okay there's allergy related or food sensitivity type of diets whether it's peanut allergies or lactose intolerant, okay, people are really, really looking at the food that they're eating, okay? And as a result, um, there's a lot of thought that goes into that, and I think that's really neat. So, when I look at what the what Leviticus chapter 11 is doing, it's it's giving me a spiritual guideline and saying, hey, you know what? There is thought that needs to go into what we're eating. So, I got to tell you this, very personal story, um, yeah. So I, I travel, I travel, you know, quite a bit, or at least I used to travel quite a bit um, for my work as um, the executive director of an NGO, and um, and in my travels, so you know, you're going from one airport to another airport and there's been times when I kind of ran out of my granola bars, you know, and you get to an airport and you can just smell the food going on in there, you know, and it's like, you, you're not leaving. You got to go from there to like some other city. You're like in the middle of changing flights, you know, and you're stuck for like a couple hours and, you know, they got these, the barbecues going on and you got, everything's happening and you just know, oh my God, nothing, nothing's kosher, nothing's kosher. I mean, I'm not in Israel. Nothing is kosher. Okay. And like, you're in the middle of like, somewhere and it's you know i remember this one time I, I i figured okay i'm sure there's something around here there's gotta be something around here that i could that i'm permitted to eat you know so i get to like the first restaurant and they got this like i'm not kidding you it was like this big pig on a spit being kind of what do you call it rotisseried over the and it's like wow the smell was Awesome. And I'm like, nope, 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 we're not eating that. Move on to the next restaurant. Big, big, huge fish tanks full of like lobsters and stuff. Nope, uh, nope, no, not eating that. You know, one thing after the other, after the other. And I just, I just, I just, there's nothing. There's nothing here. I can, everyone, you can hear people are eating and they're, you know, the dishes clanking and everything. And you can, you know, that sound of the sound of people enjoying their food. You know, that sound. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Um, I'm just not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. And a smile crossed my face. And I felt warm and really good inside. I felt good about the fact that I was hungry. And I wasn't going to eat anything because um, I follow a law okay, that says, that there are certain things I can eat and certain things I can't eat. And um, I just felt really, really good about having that, really that hunger, physical hunger in my stomach. And at the same time, this spiritual fulfillment that really overtook anything else and everything else. It's just a really, really, really great feeling to be able to acknowledge and say, this is what it means right now for me to be, um, to be following God's commandment uh, regarding the diet that he set out in the book of Leviticus. And uh, yeah, I guess I could have grabbed some bag of potato chips. But you know what? I just felt this is the time just to sit and enjoy what that feeling is to not eat and, and to abide by the, uh, by the word of God. Please join me every week for new ideas, and uh, let's share these secrets together. Shalom. I'm Shmuel Bowman. Would you like to have your favorite Bible verse as it was originally written? Or give someone you love a special gift? Shmuel will create a Hebrew verse of your choice on parchment in the traditional Torah scribal form. The parchment is framed by an original design paper cut depicting the unforgettable Jerusalem skyline. The paper cut is available in three beautiful colors, midnight blue, burgundy wine, and desert beige please visit our website, www.sacredscrolls.net.